to Football Unknown. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Football Unknown Podcast. Now, now before we begin, okay, I know we've been gone for a little minute, but we're back. We have, like, we're in a new location right now, so we're back at it. And today we have Jason Buckner. Jason Buckner. So before I begin, bro, tell everyone like a brief intro about yourself, like where you're from and what do you, and what do, you do? Um, so, yeah, I'm Jason Buckner. Um, I go to school at the University of Michigan. Uh, I play soccer there. And, and yeah, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay, okay. Hey, everyone. Before we kick off this week's episode, I would like to announce that Football Known is now officially sponsored by New Tempo, a brand new apparel company that is dedicated to improving the accessibility of the beautiful game to all here in the U.S. They have just launched their all-performance tee for both men and women. And I think they're beautiful to train in. I personally like their accessibility, their elastic recovery, and their resistance. New Tempo is donating 10% of all earnings to the U.S. Soccer Foundation that provides children who live in underserved communities, enabling them to thrive in an active and healthy lifestyle through soccer. So make sure to check them out before the shirts run out. And be sure to use the code UNKNOWN to get $5 off your order while supplies last. Now let's hop back into it. Now, I'm going to kick it off with the famous question on the Football Loan Podcast. When did you first fall in love with the game of soccer? I'd say about 10, 11 years 10, old. 11? Yeah. Okay. What, were you playing like recreational soccer at the time or like, just, or did you just jump straight into travel? No, nah, I was in, I was in recess. <laughs> recess? Okay. Yeah, because I used to play um, American football oh. and I was just kind of like juggling between sports, kind of like figuring out like what I like. Mm-hmm. I did Taekwondo for about like seven oh, years. Interesting. Yeah. And then that's when I started playing a little bit more in recess, started yep. watching like a lot of Neymar and Ronaldinho. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing like whatever they're trying to do and whatever they're doing yep. in recess. And then um, one of my friends like noticed it. And then he's like, yo, like my dad has a team, like you should try out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I tried out, I made it. And then from there, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to take this a little bit more serious. Okay. And that was in Broward County or what was that in? Yeah, yeah. Broward? That was in Broward County. Okay. So I'm from Broward too. So we got we to gotta rep the 954. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Broward babies. Bro. Yes, sir. So. What was the first club? So did you first started playing? Uh, it was uh, recreational, right? Was like the oh uh, yeah. Team. First, I started at like this thing called like I nine sports, and I that did the was, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember I nine. Yes, and that sir. was that was before that was before like my friend told me yo come play. So I yeah. just was playing that. I was playing American football. I was doing taekwondo. All three of those. Did Did you like taekwondo? Did yeah, I like- did. And then it got to the point where it was like I was like. A, I think I was second degree or third degree black belt. Okay. So it was either like I start taking that serious yep. or drop it. Okay. So Wait, I, why? Like, why, why? Why is it like such like hard options? Either you because st- it's like it was a lot of like time at that point because I was a third degree, so it just started being like more competitions, uh, and then like starting to go into like like learning what the instructor is doing, and yep. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And, and I, I was still super young, so yep, I was like, yeah, I don't yeah exactly. Do that. That's what. How like old were you when you when you stopped? I think it was like maybe nine. Yeah. Nine. Like nine. Do, you, do you think you still remember most of the, the, the skills? Oh, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay. So, and then you said you're, you're playing football as well? Yeah, I was playing American football. Age. 
I nine sports, same yep, thing. So yeah, everything. Did, did you did you like football? Like I liked it because I was like I think I was the running back, and then I also oh, played okay. wide receiver. So yeah, I just like running. And you have hands too, because I mean, if you're wide receiver, you gotta yeah, have you gotta hands. have hands. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it was fun. It was definitely fun, but I did I definitely didn't want to take that serious. Yeah, okay. I was just having fun. Yeah, and then, and then you you ultimately chose soccer. Yeah, yeah, and then it was first for the I nine, and then you moved up to Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, Sunrise okay. Soccer Club. Okay. I think it's called like. I think it's called like Prime or something like. Oh, is it Prime FC now? I think it's Prime FC. Bro, you know, so when I first came to the to the U.S., like okay, not first. When I came back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. for high school, yeah, I joined this 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 club called Say Soccer. Oh, okay. Para, say Soccer slash Paraíso FC. Uh huh. And then we like we're like rivals with like Coral Springs, like United. I'm not sure if you remember. Coral yeah, Springs. yeah, yeah. And then like I think the year after that year after that year we joined to form Prime FC. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it's called now. Yep, and, and then, it's like yellowish and blue. Yep, yeah, and yeah, then, and, then, and then we like branched out, and then like they have in, they have like a team in Sunrise now and everything. So yeah, okay. you used to call like Sunrise SC. I'm pretty sure. Oh damn! I played on there for a couple years. Yep, and then I didn't really play much. I was more like a bench player, or whatever. Mm-hmm. What position were you, were you playing? I was in? playing left wing. Okay. Left wing. Yep. And right wing, and from there, I was like I wasn't getting much game time. Yeah. Well, was thought, it was like a good team at that time? Yeah, it was actually a really good team. Okay. We had a bunch of really good players. So, like, I understood, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I was like, I, I want to play. Exactly, exactly. And then, so then the club started falling apart um, because, like, the top players on our team were leaving, leaving. And that's yeah. kind of, like, what was bringing so much attraction. Mm-hmm. One kid went to play in Brazil, and then he, like, m- like started playing with the national team. A lot of people started quitting, and then a lot of people started converting over to Weston. Oh, okay. So yeah, to yeah. West NFC. And yeah. then that's when I was like, all right, yeah, like, I'm going to go to West NFC. And then from there, I tried out. I played pretty pretty well. And then I was pretty confident. And I made, I think it was, I don't remember the years because it was just, like, U18, U19. Like, I don't remember yeah. what it was. But mm-hmm. I was playing two years up, like, a year and a half mm-hmm. up at the time. And then um, on the, I made the academy team. Wow! And then the first season, it was it was mad good. The first season, I was starting like the first half of the season, I was starting everything. Wow! We went to a showcase. I played really well. Got invited to the U15 national team camp for nice. the U.S. Like everything. Okay. And then came back, and then we got a new coach because that coach that was doing well with us, he went to Orlando City. I think he he was like the maybe like the sporting director over there now. Okay. So he took that opportunity, and then we got a new coach. And then I just started riding the bench. What? Yeah. So from there on, I was playing maybe like five minutes, ten minutes, no minutes, not even still making... on the wing. Yeah, I was what playing position? wing. And then at that point, sometimes I wasn't even making the roster. Damn. And then next year came around. I played with my age group, had a decent season, nothing crazy. And then that year after that, I got an email saying like, "Oh, you've made the 2003 academy." And then I was like, I'm in 2002. So I was like, this can't be right. Yeah. So immediately I called my coach. I was like, yo, hey, Brandon, like, what's up? Um, I just seen like a typo in the in the, the email saying like I made the 2003 roster. And he was like, he was like, oh, no, it's not a it's not a um, it's not an error. Yeah. It's not a typo because um, basically this year they're allowing two 2002 players to play with the two. 2003 academy yep and it was kind of like a on and off thing so it's like one year an age group had academy the next year it would be pre-academy okay so it was like an on and off thing and yep. they were like 
well, it's either you play for your age group, but pre-academy, which is technically at the time it was probably just like ECNL. So mm -hmm. it was just like regular club soccer. Yep. And then, or you play with the, the age group under you in academy. So then I was like, all right. Cause like, I thought I was good enough to just play up one year and play academy with the older kids. Okay. But I guess like, obviously sometimes it just not aligned with the coaches. So mm -hmm. I, then I talked to my parents and they were like, I mean, might as well just stay in academy. Yeah. Like I, at least you stay in academy, get more people looking at you anyways. Mm -hmm. And then that year, I think I, I ended like three fourth season, maybe with like 15 plus goals and then maybe like six assists. And then towards the end of the season, like the last three games, I got moved up to the older team's academy. Okay. Uh, the first game I scored the goal, the game winning goal. That's when we went to the playoffs. Yep. So after, after the game winning goal, went to the playoffs, whatever. And then I got sick, couldn't play the playoffs. And then the next year after that was um, time for like my age groups academy. So we played that. The start of the year was awful, like awful. Damn. We had maybe like six games in, maybe like two wins, yep. ties and losses. And it was just like I was captain with um, one of my friends. Wow. So I talked to the coach. I was like, look, like we clearly have defensive issues. Mm -hmm. Like I'll play in the back. Like I don't mind playing the wow, back. Wow, okay. And from there he was like, all right, like if that's what you really want to do, then okay. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I want to play in the back. Mm -hmm. And then from there, first game, I had Real Salt Lake come and watch me. Played awful. And then <laughs> well, did, did, did you know, like, they were there before, like, you played? He, my coach had told me that an MLS team was coming to watch me, but he didn't want to tell me what like, to put exactly? too much pressure. Yeah. But then it, it still kind of. Like, yeah, the first half was just, it was just terrible. Yeah. Like, it, I was doing too much, thinking too much. Mm -hmm. My defensive, like, body, like, posture and stuff, like, it was just terrible. Mm -hmm. Second half was a lot better, but he had already left. Of course. So Of course. Yeah. So that, that happened. And then for the rest of the season, I just started getting more confident, started getting a lot more, like, like um, comfortable with the yep. position. Mm -hmm. Then we had a showcase, and then that's where, like, that's Until where I like, got stuff going. Yeah. Okay. I got maybe, like... 13 colleges from there Damn. okay all being d1 and then i was like because i had never got a college offer college yep. interest no text no nothing mm -hmm. so and that's, then it all came after that yeah it all came after that yep uh, a couple of people on my team too had like a couple offers too because like we like the team just played really well wow. and then from there i started doing like official visits and stuff like that okay so so before before we hop into that part right we have to track back right because First, you said you went to, um, I think it was the first team. It was Sun yeah, Sunrise. Sunrise, right? Yeah. And then you weren't getting much playing time over there. Yeah, nah. But then when you hopped to the, the, the second team, was it Weston? Was it Weston FC, yeah. Weston, Weston, Weston FC Academy. That's when you, you saw things started changing? Yeah, I started like, getting a little bit more playing time yeah. and it felt good. Why, why, why do you think really so? Well. Um, the coach trusted me. Okay. It was like, it was a thing with the coach and he was just like putting a lot of trust in me and like that felt good Yep. that I was not getting at Sunrise because okay. it was like either, yeah, we know you're good, Jason, but like we think this kid's better and we, we trust him more. He's a little bit more reliable yep. mm -hmm. and maybe it was true. Maybe it was not like, I don't really remember that certain detail. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was my first years playing at Sunrise. So maybe it was true. Maybe it wasn't. Yep. Um, but at Sun at Weston now, I felt a little bit more confident in my ability. 
um still had a lot to improve obviously yep. still do now mm -hmm. but i felt like i was doing a bit better mm -hmm. but my first year at weston like i had a lot of kids on the team that did not even like me really yeah so it was like it was kind of hard the first year yeah i left that out the first year at weston like i wanted to leave like the first year because mm -hmm. i was like a lot shorter i had braces wore glasses most of the time so mm -hmm. it was like yeah i was like picked on a lot mm -hmm. like in training and stuff like that so i would, I would tell my parents i'll be like yo like i want to leave yeah, like i, I don't yeah. want to leave mm -hmm. i'm not now i'm not getting any play it was the second half season i'm not getting plenty of time kids on the team are bullying me most of the time yep. so i'm like bro i, I want to leave mm -hmm. so 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 what what made you stay it was more just my parents just kind of saying just like trust in it like you know because like i didn't really tell them that i was getting bullied i just told them i didn't like it yeah oh, so okay. they were like it's your first year here maybe stuff will change blah mm -hmm. blah like just stay, stick with it and stuff like that. And then after my first year, I had a huge growth spurt, like huge growth mm -hmm. spurt. That's cause I, I maybe came there and I was like, maybe like five, eight, five, nine. Okay. By like in two seasons, I was like six foot, six God one. Damn. What were you drinking, bro? You gotta, you gotta put me on that. I don't even know, bruh. Cause I can't even drink milk like that. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. So yeah. So it, it had to be the water then. Yeah, it was yeah. something in the water. Something in the water. The Jamaican jeans. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, okay, the, I see it. It was the food. Yep. But... Is that too much curry? You got to yeah. curry do it right <laughs> for you. <laughs> but, but yeah, so after then, I started to get a little bit more respect. Yeah. Started playing a little bit better, more confident. Okay. Now, walking into to Sunrise still, what like that was the very first time you played travel. Yeah. So like, what, what were some things that you learned, right, for, from that short experience playing for them? Well, I had or, like I had like a lot of just like really good players on my team, so okay. it was more just like kind of learning, learning from them. Because yep. like I said, like I was more on the bench, mm -hmm. so it was just kind of like learning a lot of stuff and then taking that into like my own hands and doing like some individual training absolutely. on the side. Absolutely. And then that's when I started to like notice, like yeah, I'm like I'm obsessed with this because I would go home, watch Neymar, watch like mm -hmm. bunch of videos on YouTube, go in my backyard, start doing it. Made my dad buy a big goal for 11 v 11 in the Damn, back really yeah we we assembled it i was begging for it for like at least two years and he finally got it for me and then you're putting it work after that I yeah bet. and then instead of because i i didn't have i didn't have no driver's license mm -hmm. i couldn't go to the field or anything yeah. so i was like uh, can you can you like get me, me a yeah. goal at mm -hmm. least because my parents they're both like full-time workers and when i mean full-time like my mom's cardiologist so barely yeah. get to see her yeah and my dad at the time, like, he's still a civil engineer, but at the time, he had a little bit lesser position, mm. so a lot more hours and work. Yeah. So they'd get home at, like, 7 or, like, 9, yeah, 10. So yeah, didn't really have time. And then to... I didn't mm -hmm. I don't have no car, no nothing. Yeah. So I was, just like... stuck at home, and then, yeah. So it was either I ride the bike to the, the field. Sometimes that field close to me at the time was always closed. They always doing renovation, and the nearest other field was, like, maybe like a five mile bike ride. And I was like, oh, most of the time, like I got schoolwork yeah. to do or stuff like that. So it's like, so inconvenient. The, the timing was mm -hmm. off where I had training mm -hmm. and I had to get, so I, I couldn't do that. So yep. I was like, so the goal, so, you know, you and your dad got the goal up. The goal, we got the goal up. And that's when I started like putting a lot of what I was seeing in training, what mm -hmm. I was seeing online and yep. stuff like that. And it started like, like I could see like little improvements, like my touch getting a little bit better, my okay. passing get a little bit better. Wow. So and 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 you said that helped lead to where you are now. Well, well, in the story where you are now, where you're getting 13 college offers, right? Yeah. All that work is starting to pay off, right? So you said the first year was a, a little rough at Weston. Yeah. But then you, but then you know you broke out of it, and then now 
we're back to where you are now. What thirteen offers? Well, at the time. At the time. At the time. Yeah. So yeah, continue to continue about that. So, so after you, you got the offers, what, what, what so happened yeah, after that? Like I, it was like more of just like a shock. I was just starting to get like, cause I thought they were like scams, cause like I didn't, cause like obviously in this generation now we got like phones and coaches mm-hmm. can just like text us. Yep, absolutely. So like I was getting texts and stuff like that, and like the biggest one I got like of those thirteen offers was UVA, and I was like, I was like, yo. And my boy got the same one. Oh. And we're like, yo, is this a scam or something? Because, yeah. like, we went to our coach, and they're like, no, they hit us up. We gave them, like, your information, stuff like that. And then me and my boy, we went on an unofficial visit because they wanted to see us at one of their camps. Mm-hmm. And then we came back, and they were like, so, like, what's the deal? And then that's they were kind of putting pressure on us to, like, kind of commit, commit right, right like, there. Yeah. And we were still juniors. So I was like, yeah. I, was like I don't know about yeah, that. Like, we exactly. still have another season, whatever, like that talks died down a little bit because i told him like oh i'd let you know probably by like the end of my like my playing career and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. like i want to weigh in on my options Mm -hmm. um that's when inter miami after that season i had a really good season that that junior year yep like very good season throughout the whole thing um by the end of the season that's when like uh inter miami was opening up and they started sending a lot of scouts to Western FC. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that time. Remember yeah. That time. yeah, and then we would see, we would always see them at the games and stuff like that. They would talk to us, and then that's when Atlanta United started like battling for me as well, saying like, "Oh, like we know Inter wants you and stuff like that." Damn. And then so so you're not you're not only weighing it, so you're not only getting like D1 offers, you're getting like academies coming to you. At that yeah. Point. So at that time, I was like, because I I had also from that that showcase got three MLS clubs. Wow. So I had Portland Timbers, Portland Timbers, Houston Dynamo, and Columbus Crew. Okay. And I didn't want to leave. Okay. And I knew there was a lot of rumors that Inter Miami was opening up and that yeah. there would be a team in yeah. Miami. Yeah, so I, I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. just going to wait. Mm-hmm. And then, thank God, they opened it in our senior, my senior year. And then I tried out. I made it. I uh, made the team. And then I was set. I was like, okay, good. Like, I have this. Mm-hmm. And then from there now, I'm thinking like, all right. I'm getting noticed like a lot. Like I sat down with my parents and I was like, like obviously like I'm very humble and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. like obviously with Jamaican parents, like that's the only thing you can be. Yep. You start boasting, they'll be like, all right, they'll yeah, yeah, humble they'll, you real yeah, quick. Yeah, they'll make they'll pipe you down a little bit. So yeah, coming from a very humble household, like they're like, okay, like yeah, like we always believed in you, but like now a lot of people are believing you as well. Mm-hmm. And then I was telling them, I was like. I really want to like I always wanted to go pro but now I was like seeing that it was exactly like like the realization of the realization like the possibility of Mm -hmm. it so I was like look like I really want to go pro like I I don't know if I want to go to college Mm -hmm. and then they were like obviously Jamaican parents yeah they they want you to you know get the degree exactly so they're like well Jason like we really think you should have like a plan Mm -hmm. so let's let's talk about it and then I was like okay but I still don't want to commit yet they're like, okay, play the season, and we'll talk about it either mid-season or towards the end. Okay. So I played the season. I had like at, at winger still. No, no. Oh. I I because remember I transitioned. Oh, you to the center to left back. Left back, right? In the so that I played left back okay. um, there, but yep. then when I went into Miami, I forgot his name, but he was the one that had I think the most like um, shares in into Miami at the time. He's like, you're gonna be a right back. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna play here, you're gonna be a right back. Damn. And then I was like. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I don't are, you, are you a righty or a lefty? I'm a righty, but I like to use you my left use for certain things. Interesting. Okay. So, like, crossing, I like to use my left. Um, like, if I want to really curve good. if I want to curve something, I yeah. like to use my left. Okay. 
So you can use both feet then. Yeah. Okay. Like dribbling is the only thing that you probably won't see me use as much with my left, but I'll still use it sometimes, but mm -hmm. not as much. Yep. But yeah, I'm predominantly right foot, but I just, I always love to use lefty and I used to do like with a little like size one mm -hmm. ball in the house mm -hmm. to improve my left. Like that's the only training I've ever Interesting. done. Interesting. Wait, wait, say, say, say that one more time. Like in my house, like I had like a size one ball. Okay. And that was the only training I've ever done in my life to improve my weak foot. So your weak foot. Yeah. Okay. So I literally just go around the house playing like I was like messy and mm -hmm. doing scenarios and stuff like that using yep. like the pillars in my house to like act as defenders mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that would like I've never really went to the field and said okay like let's do a let's do like, a, like a, a weak foot specific trainer mm -hmm. I've never done that like ever okay so that helped a lot yep, so yeah, I mean like if you out. guys trying to like <laughs> work on your weak foot That's I, a, a quick a quick little tip for you guys yeah if you're trying to work on your weak foot just get a little ball start playing the house your parents might Yell at you, yep. but but it, it is, is what, what it is. is. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Are you the only child? No, I have no three only... siblings. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I have three. I'm the youngest, but I have three siblings. Okay, so what 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 are they doing? They are they so, playing sports as well, or or they have other passions? It was a sports household, so like my brother played soccer up until college. He didn't play. Okay, and then my other brother, he played tennis, basketball okay. up until college as well. My sister, she didn't do sports, but she did dancing up until college as mm. well. Okay, so it's a very active household. Yeah, okay. my dad, he still played. He played college at Cornell, okay. and then he stopped because, but that was like way back when. Mm -hmm. So he didn't want to go pro because like the pay was, it, it just started. The yeah. pay wasn't good. Yeah. And then my mom, she's an active runner still. She runs like marathons, half marathons, oh. all that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you had it, the genes. You had yeah, the genes yeah. already. You know? Yeah, but okay. yeah, so it was all good. And then yeah. at towards maybe like the end of the season, that's where I was getting close to like, all right, what do I want to do? So then I, I had one last showcase and I was playing right back, scored a goal, had an assist and just Dang, played like, off that game, yeah, right? I was just playing really good. And the goal was like a solo goal. It was really good. And then I had University of Michigan watching. And that I had never talked to them. They had never hit me up. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, I have like maybe thirty-five like D one interests. No offers yet because I never went the the to distance the, yeah. to get the offer. Yep. But thirty-one interests, thirty-five interests, the D one like teams. I'm talking to them, wow. whatever. And then Michigan come, and then I'm like, oh damn, like okay, okay, like, that's a, that's a big school. Okay. And then UNC come too at the same time. And oh, I was like, how, did, how do you? Okay, continue. And I was like, okay, like these are probably like my two favorite teams, just cause like the history they hold. Yeah, bro. Like the history that like one is Tom Brady, the other one's like mm -hmm. like wow, like like MJ, all that. I yep. was like, okay. And then, big sporting schools, bro. Yeah, big sporting schools. So like in every aspect, like not just soccer, basketball, football, like everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then I talked to my parents about it, and they're like, whoa, Jay, like. Michigan's education is like slim to none. Really? And I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. Exactly. Like, you're thinking more about the athletics. Like, I'm thinking more about the you athletics. They're yeah. thinking about the education. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, the education is really good, but like, the school itself is mm -hmm. like really good at soccer and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I was like, okay, like, I need to make a decision whether I want to do college or pro. Yep. So I sat down with them and they're like, all right, we'll support you if you want to go pro but commit to a school just in case. Okay. So that's when my coach is not going to be happy if he, if he sees this, but <laughs> I started talking to UNC more, 
and I was ready to commit. They gave me an offer, and I was like, okay, I'll let you guys know tomorrow. I'm going to talk to my parents. Tomorrow came, and I'm like, and I talked to my boy because he had an offer as well okay. for UNC, and I was yep. like, yo, like let's do it. Mm-hmm. And he committed before me, signed and sealed, whatever, and then I was going to commit the next day. I called them back, and they were like, look, um, we, we had offer, we had gave, we have given an offer to someone like months ago and they said they weren't going to take it yep. and they came back and this morning it. saying they would take it and we gave it to them. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, all right, well. After your boy committed? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, um, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you could take a gap semester okay. and then come in January, but we don't know if we can give you as much money. Okay, okay. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to sit out a season. Exactly. I'm not going to do yeah, that. Like, yeah, I already took what... a gap year. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to. I'm not doing that again. Like, I, oh, I didn't take the gap year, but I was planning on taking the gap year already. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to cut my gap year short as well mm-hmm. to do half and then just go in the spring. I see that. yeah. I was like, to me, I was like, mm. They were mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you could, like, build with the team in the spring season and get comfortable with our area and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I was really, like, sad because, like, the whole time, like, this whole committing thing, I've been, like, staying away from it. And exactly. I was finally, like, ready to like, commit. Yep. You know, you and your boy had your plans. Yeah, you we know, had we're our gonna, plans. We're going to go to UNC together. Rock yeah. And then-, and then I told him the story. And he was like, bro, no way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, bro, so I'm not going to go. Yeah. And at the time, I had narrowed it down to three schools, UNC, mm-hmm. Michigan, and UCF. Okay. So now it's UCF in Michigan mm-hmm. because I wanted a school close to home. And in my opinion at the time, UCF was the best option. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked to both of the coaches. And I hadn't even went on a official visit to either of them because I was like, I just want to commit somewhere and like just now exactly. try to go pro. Yep. So I got the I got the calls from both of them. Michigan, I only spoke to the head coach the whole time. At wow. UCF, I was speaking to the assistant coach. I spoke to the head coach once. Okay. But the Michigan coach, he was talking to me every day. He was the head coach, too. So, like, yeah. you could tell, like, he wanted you. Yeah, he was talking to me every I didn't speak to the assistant coach at all. Wow. And the head coach, he was talking to me so much, like, at least checking up on me three times a week, stuff like that. We're holding talks, this yep. and that. Yep. He's Jamaican as well. So, he started oh, making that okay. connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he was like getting down to it. And then he was like, like, no rush, like, take your time, whatever. And then UCF was kind of, like, pushing me a little bit. But they were also very nice, like, okay. very nice about the whole process. Yep. And then my parents were like, okay, Jay, like, you got to make a decision. Like, you can't keep them waiting. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, all right, like, I, I think I'm just going to go with Michigan because, yeah. like, they showed me the campus. Like, both campuses were really well, like, really good. Oh, they have two. No, no, like, like UCF's oh, campus. and, yeah. yeah they okay. both were, like, really yeah, good. Yeah, but massive. Like, but Michigan's like facilities were like slim to none. Mm. Like I've never like they they have some top top facilities. Really, like better than some MLS clubs. Like yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay. So like once I seen that and mm. I got the virtual tour and everything, I was like yeah, like okay, this school looks lit. So so in your opinion, which one do you think is nice? It's a nicer campus. You see, I, uh, or yeah. UCF's is bigger. Yeah. Okay. But Michigan, I think is nicer. It's nicer. Okay. I think it's nicer. Yep. So that's when I was like, okay, and I officially committed, and then um, then I had my first season with Inter second team. Okay. So at the time it was called Fort Lauderdale CF. Yep. But now it's called Inter, Inter two. Miami, yeah, two. So had that first season, 
first season was a little rough. Was I that got, was that were you with the same team like Ian Frey and all these boys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was with like Ian Frey. So we had, I think we had like six, seven guys from the academy that got moved up. It was like, yeah. it was me, Ian Frey. Two of them are on the team right now. Three of them are on mm-hmm. the team right now. Yep. Noah Allen, Ian Frey, Eddie Escona, mm-hmm. me, Frankie Raggio, yep. Kai Thomas. Wow, um, like, there's like a lot of guys. That yeah. Moved up, um, this, uh, Esteban, mm-hmm. and, and I think that was about it. Oh, and then Andres, the right, one that yeah. committed with yeah. me to mm-hmm. UNC. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of guys. Wow, that's, that's like a lot of talent, bro. Like, yeah, we had a lot of guys. Through, throughout 2002s and 2003s, we had a lot of guys, and then they started bringing even more after yep. that as well. And then that's when like like stuff was getting real, and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm even closer now mm-hmm. so that's what i was like i really want to push for it what do you, like really want to push for it and then i got moved back to winger okay so i got moved back to winger did you did you prefer winger or i, d- right I don't really care you don't like, really honestly care? i don't really care because i do the same thing that's a really good mentality bro so as long as i'm on the as long as i'm on the field i don't care and yep. if i'm on the line i'm comfortable so left back left wing back right back right wing back left wing right wing left yep. mid right it doesn't matter to me it's the same position to me mm-hmm. because whether I'm playing up top, I come back and defend. If I'm playing in the back, I go up and attack. Beautiful. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yep. But yeah, then the first game came. I don't think I played the first game, but then the second game came and it was home. I got subbed on, made my like pro debut, and I had, fi- I think I had like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and he was like, "Go get a goal," and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I got 10 minutes and you're putting this pressure on yep. me." And then I had one chance. It was close. It went out for a corner, but the game ended. I think we lost 1-0 to Greenfield, Greenville Triumph. I think that's the name. Okay. And they're like, they won the league later on. So like, oh, okay. it was a really good team. Yep. And then throughout that season, I was getting like, um, maybe like five, like zero to like 15 minutes a game. I started okay. one game, pre- like played pretty well, came yep. off. And and that was like you finishing off the, the, the season for the, for the, the academy. academy. But like, it like transitioned into the start of the second team's season. Okay. So I played that full season. Yep. That full season, um, on an amateur contract because I obviously couldn't get money because I was committed to mm-hmm. college and I didn't want to. Oh, okay. I didn't want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. And then second season came, renewed my amateur contract, and then I told them they had told me we're gonna be giving you a bigger role, and then I was ex- very excited, and then. The first, so we had preseason for four weeks and then transitioned into the season. Okay. I missed all four weeks of the preseason and I missed the first week into the transition because of mental health. Ah, dang. So I like, before the. I, I mean, but you, you were still playing though, right? Like, even no, you weren't playing at all. I wasn't playing at all. Like, I just needed to take a break from yeah. everything. Yeah, okay. Like, a week before, week before preseason happened, that's when my mental is just like terrible. Mm-hmm. Do, do you care to share like, like, like what, what you were going through at the time? Oh, well, I was I was young, going through a heartbreak, uh, and okay. like it was my I was my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I cause like I had never really like got into any of yeah, that did, stuff. Did, did, she, did, did she meet the parents? Yeah. Oh, she met the parents yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a year and a half relationship. Like it was it was oh, pretty yeah, long. Yeah. Okay. So it, like affected me a lot mm-hmm. because like I had never experienced love. Mm-hmm. I had never had a girlfriend, nothing yep, like that. Absolutely. So they hit me hard, and then it was like one week before preseason mm-hmm. and we were doing like a pre preseason 
for like certain players that wanted to like get ready. Get ready, yep. So like I was playing, like I was going there for maybe mm-hmm. like three weeks, mm-hmm. and like when it happened, that whole week I tried playing through it, and I was just playing terrible. Yeah, I was bro. really like, like my heart rate was like like too much. I was like to the point where my coach would bring me to the side. He's like, "Why are you like? Why are you tearing up?" And I'm like, "I'm just going through a lot, coach." And then at that end of the week, we had a sit down. And he was like, Jake, like, I really care about your health and you just don't look good. Okay. Like, maybe take take some time away yep. and, like, take your time. Don't rush it. Was that the, the Michigan coach telling you that? No, that was that the was um, Inter-Miami coach. Yeah, that was the Inter-Miami 2 coach. Okay. And also my head coach was aware of it as well. Okay. So they were both so, helping so, so me out. So there's communication. Yeah. Okay. My family was helping me out. Friends were helping me out. It took me about, like I said, it took me about, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Or so. Yep. But it took me like a solid five weeks to just, just like separate yeah. myself and just battle it out. Yeah. And then got diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and then I was on pills. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, um, I started feeling a lot like a little bit better, like good enough to come back. Mm-hmm. Came back, and then by that time, it was like maybe like the start of the season already and it took me like like maybe like eight weeks okay. just to like turn my coach's head a little bit yep because not even like those eight weeks i wasn't playing well those eight weeks i came back and i was playing really well and then like it just got progressively better and better mm-hmm. and better and better and better mm-hmm. and then after those eight weeks he's like i noticed you but like you gotta you gotta put into consideration you missed five weeks yeah. these guys have been here five yeah. weeks more than you okay so i was like no i understand so i wasn't making the roster most of the time mm-hmm. and then it got to the point where it was like I was doing super well now. Like I was balling out in training. Really? What 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 do you think, you know, changed that momentum in like It was just more me just like getting over that curve and being like, All right, bro, like Yeah, just grinding it out. Just, you know. Like like bro, you let someone affect you and like mess up your season. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. get get it back. Yep. I was like playing really well. I started holding like maybe like conversations to the end, like end of training, like like look coach, like what, what can I do? Like, I want to play. Yep. Like, what can I do? Like, Absolutely. I'm not okay with not playing, and I don't want you to think that. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, respect your decision. Yep. But, like, I want to play. And he was like, he's like, well, first things first, I notice you. Like, you're doing really well, and like, you just got to keep doing it. Yeah. And, like, wait for your opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, so okay. saw you, bro. You, you, you know, you had your head down, and you were just grinding, bro. You were just improving. Yeah. And, like, the like we were doing, like, okay, like, in and out of the season. Yep. And, like, even, like, because at the time, it wasn't really just academy-based how it is now, how you see, like, the full lineup is just academy players. Yeah. It's not – it wasn't like that. Okay. We had players that were, like, older and stuff like that and, like, experienced players mm-hmm. because we played in USL League One. So we had some older guys. Okay, yeah. We had a good amount of older guys. Yep, I see that. And they would come to me, and they were like, yo, you're, you're doing really well. Like, just keep your head down because, like, we want you on the field. Like, keep working because, like, you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where it was, like, a couple more weeks, maybe, like, another four weeks or so. And then I was like, bro, like, what do I got to do to get on this field? Because mm-hmm. I'm outperforming, like, our fullbacks right now. Really? And at this point, I'm fourth string. So <sighs> they were like – then I had more players coming to me, and they're like, yo, did you make the roster? And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm not even on the roster. Like, I'm not traveling. I'm not even, I'm not even on the roster. Because like, when you're not on the roster, you train – you train the day of with the people that don't make the roster. So you're you're basically having a training in the morning set in the morning with like six guys. Oh, 
Damn, what, what what do you guys even do? Like, they it do would, a little pickup or something? It's like, you just, like a little... it was like, it wasn't a good training. Yeah. And then it was mainly like fitness based. So they oh, make you do okay. a lot of running at the yeah. end to get like match, like as if you played a little mm-hmm. bit in the match. Yeah. And it is, it was what it was. Like, I wasn't going to skip it. I wasn't going to bitch about it. I was just going to, yep. I was going to go there, put my yep. head down, Absolutely. do the same thing. Absolutely. And obviously I was like, pissed off because i would like never really make the lineup no more nothing yep. like that yeah and then i made i made the the lineup again and i was like okay bet i knew what i knew it wasn't gonna play but at least i made the roster you made the roster i traveled made the roster yep and i was so eager to play because i was like yo like i know i could be doing some crazy stuff mm-hmm. right now and then i started making it a little bit more consistent now and then i think it was revs new england revolution i came on with like 10 minutes and I played really well. Like, I almost got an assist. Like, I, I was playing really well mm-hmm. as a winger. Yep. Next game, it didn't make the roster. And I was like, what? What? I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I asked him, I was like, so, like, you know, like, coach, like, on? like I said, like, I really respect decisions, but, like, I at least wanted a while. I didn't make the roster mm-hmm. so I could, like, work yep. on it. Yep. And then he was just like, I just didn't think that game was best for you, we we needed different players for for different roles, and we just didn't see you fit for that. Mm-hmm. Usually, that just means we didn't roster you. Yeah, in the nicest way possible. Yeah, yeah. So, kept my head down. Now it's coming to to the the end point where I gotta leave to go to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So I gotta got like I have around like four games left. Yeah, and that's when I had my official visit at Michigan. So I was like, hey, coach, like I have my official. And then he was like, okay, will you be back in time for the game? And then I was like, yeah, but, like, I would maybe only have, like, two trainings in. And he's like, that's fine. As long as you're here with two trainings, I'll roster you. And as long as you play good, I'll roster you. Okay. So I was like, all right. So I go, come back, and then we have Atlanta United, like, Atlanta United's um, team mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And I made the roster, but I was on the bench. And then around, around the 60, 68th minute, the right back got injured. Oh. So he's like, yo, warm up. Yep. And then I went in the game, played really well. Then I had, we had the reverse fixture the next game at home against Atlanta again. I started that game. Okay. Played really well. Had yep. to come off like a little bit after half mm-hmm. because I got hurt. And then they were telling me like, yo, you played really well. The only thing he was a little bit mad at, mad about was that um, like I came off for like, it wasn't a like a significant injury or anything, but it was like a hard knock that okay. I just I yeah, felt like I like, just really couldn't play through mm-hmm, and play well mm-hmm. and give my team the best exactly. performance I could have. Yep. So he was just like, um, at the time, he was like, um, well, we had like Beckham watching and stuff like that, and it just didn't look good. And then I was like, I was like, yeah, I know, coach, but like, I was thinking about the team, not myself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, no, I can respect that and stuff like that. Um, and he was like, are you still leaving in Michigan? And I'm like, well, coach, I'm committed. And like, I have like an obligation to go there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then he was like, are you sure that's still like, still that's that what you want to do? And I was like, well, coach, for me, I think that's the best thing. Cause I need a new environment. Mm-hmm. I need to get my back, my full confidence. I need to get like a really a team that like believes in me and stuff like that yep. consistently. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just leaving Florida would just help. Mm. And then so he, you just laid it out there for him. Yeah, and I was realistic with them. And mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, no worries. Like, we're gonna stay in touch. We're gonna keep watching you and stuff like that. Yep. And then I left. Okay. And then first season with Michigan started basically all my games. Yeah. As a 
left back or right back. Mm-hmm. Played really. So you were playing both. Yeah. Okay. Played really well. Had a game-winning assist in the Big Ten quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. We went all the way to the Big Ten semifinals. Nice. Played in that. Like we had it. We had a decent. My decent first season. We didn't make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And it was very biased reason why we didn't make it because I think it's like. 40-something teams make it, okay. and we were, like, ranked 38, and so, we still didn't make it. How does that work? Yeah. I, 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 to this day, I really don't understand how, like, the whole college yeah, system works. I mean, I don't, I don't get it, bro. It's like, very confusing. Yeah, I keep asking questions to, like, different people, but, I mean, you can't really fully – I don't – Yeah, it's very it. confusing. So, like, I didn't understand why we didn't make it, but it was, like, some type of reason that, like, Bowling Green, even though they were, like, ranked 40-something, they had, like, one more – like win against like a big big like a top school? like a top 25 school okay so they were allowed to go in it was it's weird it's weird that's how it like works yeah so basically every time you play a big school you want to have like a win or a tie because mm-hmm. i guess it counts it, it towards boosts, more yeah so that's why we didn't make it damn and then this past seat and then after that season that was your freshman year yeah my freshman year had a good season fall yeah and then transitioning into or? like the halfway season of fall okay i felt my knee like just like just very painful but i played throughout the whole season with it okay i didn't really think of it think of like much about it yep whatever and then towards the spring it got worse and then we checked in with the doctor got a bunch of tests and they were like well you have like a little tear in your meniscus and then but they were like it's not to the point where it'll be like you're out for like four or six months or something like that it's just you need to get it like cleaned and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you can play the rest of the spring season but as soon as you're done you're shut down you have to get surgery yeah and whatever so i got the surgery i was out for like maybe two and a half months throughout the summer Mm -hmm. uh came back around came back around maybe like july okay trained a little bit with my usl2 team with weston yep um and then as soon as i came back i was experiencing knee pain again like came back to the the same the same same knee. knee I was experiencing knee pain again. Yep. I was telling my trainer, I was like, look, this feels exactly the same. Like, I felt good for maybe, like, two months. Okay. And then in preseason, it was feeling the same. Um. Then after that, season started. I was like, you know what, like. And season started, still knee pain. Yeah, still knee pain. And I'm like, you know what, like, I don't, I'm not missing this season. Yeah. So did, whatever did you, it is. Did you, like, check, okay, so when you, like, contacted your doctor, did they, like, give you an idea of what was up before you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a bunch of, like, rehab and stuff like that. Okay. And we tried going the non-surgical route first. So that's okay. why I transitioned into the season. the season. And they allowed me to play because it wasn't, like, Anything causing me crazy. too much pain. Okay. And then played the season. Played really well. I thought I had a good season. But, um, like, the team and I, like, we just didn't do enough. It was one of the worst seasons Michigan's ever had. Okay. Uh, we didn't make the Big Ten tournament. We didn't make NCAA. And we finished last. Oh. So we had a pretty... That was last year, right? Yeah, we had a pretty tough season. Mm-hmm. We had some individual players still pop out and, like, do well. Mm-hmm. But as a collective, we yeah. just... We weren't but making stuff click. Was it, like, ish, uh, injury issues as well? Or just, like, it was just, like... We had a lot of injuries, but it was chemistry. more... It was more just, like, we we couldn't find the pieces to either score or just, like... We were conceding consistently one or two goals a game. And we were just not scoring enough as well. Yeah. We were creating a lot of chances. Yep. We had most of the possession in yep. every game. Yep. We had a lot of shots, 
but just not conversion rate. Yeah. And then we always had one or two mistakes that caused that us, us a goal. goal. Okay. So it was like on the attacking end and the defensive end, we just needed to sharpen up a yeah. bit and it just wasn't coming. Yep. But the, but the middle ground, it's like the middle, you know, it's like the operation is just like, like almost there. Like it was almost there. We needed something just to click in the defensive yep. side and click in the attacking side. Mm -hmm. And we would have been like, we would have been a team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like the team was still good, but like it it, it was what it was. Like we, we didn't have a good season and we grinded like the boys grind. I was shut off as soon as the season ended. So I've been, I've been shut off ever since, mm -hmm. since November. So I've been out for about seven and a half, eight months and just like working like your rehab or whatever yeah because after that we after the season ended i just got a load of mris different type of i don't even know what the tests are called <laughs> yep i just had so much stuff done to me that i've never ever like seen in my life mm -hmm. and first thing to come back first was i had a tear in my meniscus my i had like a some like swelling in there because of the tear i had i had to get a fatty pad removed in my patella and then I had some cartilage that needed to be fixed as well. Yeah. So a little bit more than last summer. So it took, it still took the same amount just to like shave around and clean it up. Mm -hmm. So I got that in January. And then by March, no, I got that in January. But th all throughout this time, I was like, my hip was killing me ever since like the end, the end of the season. Okay. And we couldn't figure out why. We tried to do rehab on it. And it started feeling good. The second that I got cleared to play in December, like from November, we started doing rehab on both of these. Yep. And then December, as soon as I went home, I got cleared. I played in two pickup matches. And I was like, yeah, no, this, like, this is not right. Came back, got the surgery on this. And then throughout that whole time I, I had surgery on this, we we're getting, I think I was in and out of the like hospital and doctor's office. Like, I think I was going there at least twice weekly. Really? Yeah. So, and we just couldn't figure it out. And then we finally took like this weird test where it's like an MRI, but they inject something into you so they can see really like okay. super deep. Yep. And then they came back and they're like, yeah, you have a labrum tear. You have, you have um, like a bone, like bone in your hip, like growing. So you have extra bone, which is causing it to like, every time you like, rotate like in the in the joint mm -hmm. it just keeps clicking and that's what you feel that sharp pain and then i was like all right so like what do we do we tried the rehab didn't work okay and then that's when in march uh we finally got a day for the surgery and i think it was like the labrum itself was like four months reshaping the bone was like two so in total six months Damn. so now i'm just in that process right now mm -hmm. and i think i have about a month and a half, two months left. Yeah, so. but but after the surgery, it, it has it felt better. I yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like obviously, the first two months were like crazy, yeah. painful and yeah. stuff, and like I couldn't walk the first two months. I was on crutches, whatever. So that was really hard. I even went back home for like four weeks because I just needed to like be in a good mental space because mm -hmm. I was by myself. Yeah, bro. I can't carry anything because well, so I have many, to walk on so crutches. So many like appointments and in and out of the doc, bro. Let's let's be real, okay? Anyone who's going in and out, or, or anyone who goes to the hospital, bro, it's it's depressing. It's yeah. depressing when you go in. There. It was really depressing. And, being, and having to go in and out of there like constantly, bro, like it 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 takes a toll, bro. Yeah, it was hard. And like I live with only one of my teammates. Like okay. it was just me and him yep. in an apartment. Yep. And like obviously, like if you're a college athlete, you have little time for yourself. So he couldn't. He 
did as much as he could to help me, but I almost needed like someone around me at all times because like I couldn't move that much. And even when I could, I have to walk with the crutches. So mm -hmm. like, how am I supposed to hold stuff? How am I supposed yeah. to make food? Yeah, all that stuff. So yeah. I talked to my coaches, uh, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, like you, you can go home. Just make sure like with your teachers that they'll allow you to do online. Mm -hmm. They're all understanding. They let me do online. Nice. Okay, shout and out to Michigan, man. Yeah, the whole yeah. spring semester, I don't think I went to class like more than two weeks because I had this. Yeah. So I was on bed rest for about like a week and a half. And then after this, I was on bed rest for four, like almost like four weeks. Yep. And then I had another month of only crutches. So I'm like, I'm not going to keep going to class. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah, drive no, yet that's either. A, that's a smart idea. So I was like, I'm going to just go home yep. and do online. Mm -hmm. And they let me do online. Came back maybe for like a whole two weeks and finished up class. And mm -hmm. then I went back. And then throughout this whole time, I've just been doing... PT yep. three times a week. Getting the body right, man. Yeah. Getting the body right. Getting the mind right. Yeah, exactly. I, you know? I still do. Right now, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff. I'm doing my PT. Okay. Gym sessions. Yep. Therapy sessions for my mental. Okay. And then sports psychologist as well. Oh. So, yeah, I'm trying all different things to kind of just, like, boost my... I'm doing fine. Mm -hmm. But, like like I said to, to Crow earlier, like... I feel like everyone can use a therapist, whether you're Absolutely. whether you're a hundred percent in the mind and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Talking to someone that you feel that can give you professional help could always make you even better. Yep. So even though I'm doing perfectly fine right now, I still like to follow exactly. up my therapist. Keep on getting better, one percent every exactly. day. Exactly. I just try to get better and better. Yep. Um, I'm just I'm just so excited to get back on. Bro, the field. I, mean, I I I mean I could just I mean bro anyone like being out for so long and just like you know like because when you're when you're going through like therapy and rehab it's like you're trying to get your body ready for the season yeah so when the season's approaching i mean the nerves start to kick in like yeah. you, you know you feel ready to go so like how, how like how confident or how like ready are you for the season well so as of now like i said i still have about like a month and a half two months left mm -hmm. uh i've been jogging i've been clear to start jogging and stuff like that yep um probably within about a little bit less than a month probably end of july yep. i'll start doing more agility work okay, yeah and then that's when i start slowly progressing into like ball work mm -hmm. more like more like heavy duty work mm -hmm. and then they're gonna start running me hella and yeah. then all that stuff yep. getting my fitness back and then i'll start being like a neutral in training okay and then i'll start being like a little bit more incorporated and stuff like that mm -hmm. so probably around the end of august early september i'll be cleared so okay. i'll miss about at most like three games not bad so yep i'm not complaining with that because mm -hmm. I, I could easily be out for the season yeah so okay i'm i'm just so excited mm -hmm. and like just, and i think this will be my biggest season yet and i'm super confident and it's your junior that. it's your junior year right so yeah. you still got one more after this yeah like, i still have one more after yeah. this but like but th if you, you can feel I, it I this is the one yeah this i can one. feel it i'm gonna be watching man yeah now i have, now I have a reason to watch michigan right now i have a reason yeah to watch and, and i so and I, be... I could be playing up top this season too oh okay at, on the wing yeah okay interesting so yeah i'm really excited okay now let's now we we've, we've covered you know the football story yeah i think i think there's something else we gotta talk about here talk about the the fashion because i i mean everyone who follows jason knows that he is big into the fashion yeah I love. you fashion. know what i'm saying so talk to us about that but like when did you fall in love with fashion like when, when did that become a thing i mean like i've always like 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 i've always loved fashion because of my sister okay. she's always been heavily involved with modeling and stuff like that yeah so she would try to put me on when i was in like like elementary and middle school, like, oh, yo, like, this is Bape, this is Supreme, like, all that stuff, when mm -hmm. it was, like, super, super big. Yep. And, well, not super big, like, getting big. Mm -hmm. 
And I'd be like, why is that so expensive? Like, yeah. this shirt is like $300. Like, what do you mean? Like, no. Mm -hmm. And then as years went on, I see it just growing and growing. And like, everyone has it mm -hmm. now and stuff. And she's like, I'm telling you, I'm trying to put you on. Dang. So she, so she, she knows, man. She knows yeah, the game. Yeah. She, she knew the game. She still does. Yep. And she, and then that's when I started getting a lot more into it and more invested around like high school. Um, but I was always like so like self-conscious about my figure. Okay. Because I was at that at that time, I was either short and skinny and I had like glasses, braces and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was not the typical like look for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then when I got when I started hitting my like growth my growth spurt, spurt yep. I was still skinny as hell. Yeah. And now I'm tall. So I'm like, stuff look weird on me. <laughs> yeah. So but then I started growing more into mm -hmm. my body. You know, like, you're fill filling up the... Yeah, know. like filling up and stuff like that. I'm still skinny, but like yeah. I, now I just don't care. Yep. Like I, at the end of like high school, I was like, bro, like I love fashion. Like I honestly don't care what anyone says. If they Absolutely. like what I'm wearing, okay. If they mm -hmm. don't, okay. Like, yeah, I really don't is. care. Yeah, yeah like, I'm wearing... It's my clothes. Exactly. Like, I'm like, <laughs> so I felt good about it. I started getting a lot more into it. Started buying new pieces. And like buying pieces that people wouldn't really get. And then that's when I went into my freshman, my gap year. And then I started buying hella stuff. Okay. And that's like where I got my closet. And then when I went into freshman year, I like flushed all that out and got like a new closet. Oh. Cause I was like kind of transitioning to like a different, more different style, more like minimalism and streetwear and okay. like minimal streetwear, streetwear minimalism. Okay. So like combining the both. Oh. So that's when I got the idea yep. more later on in like freshman, like the end of my freshman year. Yep. Like I want to make a brand. Like I want to make a clothing brand. So with everything that I've been through, like I'm very heavy on mental health mm -hmm. and I'm very heavy on fashion. Absolutely. And obviously I'm in sports. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to build the bridge between all three with a clothing brand. Okay. So I made a, I made a clothing brand called The Blurred Vision. The Blurred Vision. Shout out to The Blurred Vision. Shout out to Blurred Vision. Yeah, like I, it was. It started with like just an idea. Obviously, I didn't know much, so I was like, "All right, let me grind for like a year and yep. learn the whole thing." Absolutely. That's Obviously, to this do, day, man. to this day, I don't know learning. everything. Absolutely, still it's, learning. Always gonna learn. Always yeah, gonna learn. always, always room for learning. Yeah, but I know a good deal of it now, and I started it. I started the whole process of like designing and making it, manufacturing all that stuff about six months ago. Yep. And you're, and you're telling me, you know, you're taking these like sewing courses? Or yeah, like I'm that? taking sewing. sewing. I even in spring, I forgot to mention, even in um that spring semester, everything I was taking was for my business. Really? Yeah. So I was taking a marketing class. Mm -hmm. I was taking a graphic design class. Okay. I was taking a science class because I needed to. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I was taking a photography class. Oh, uh -uh. Yeah. So yeah, I know, I know yeah. how to take the pictures and stuff you like that. It, you pieced it perfect, bro. You yeah, I was, it perfect. I, was, I was piecing everything together. Like, I've always known how to take photography, but, like, like for the people that actually know, like, most of the time, you don't know what is on the camera. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know what this button does. You don't know yeah. what the, like, how to focus it and yep. all that stuff. So yep. I started taking classes like that, and then obviously doing my YouTube research and TikTok and all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, that's when I felt confident enough to, like, really speed up the process and, like, start dropping. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I went through a great deal of different manufacturers because that's yeah. just how it is in the start. Yep. Um, found it. Got the bulk order. Didn't come when I wanted to come because of all that switching up manufacturers. So the timing was a little bit off. Yep. So I'm dropping now. Now I'm dropping, like, hoodies in the summer, okay. which is not ideal. Yep. But now that we're back on track, 
I got some cut sleeves dropping soon. Okay. I'm making one of one pieces myself. Yep. But yeah, like I just I want to see where this goes, and like I really want to just kind of create a vision and a comfortable brand for people to like put on and feel comfortable about themselves, confident, mm -hmm. and kind of just go and express themselves in clothing. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So what what about the the one the one on the one in one collection? Yeah. Or? So basically, I'm gonna like start. I haven't uploaded it yet on the site, but okay. I'm gonna start having a a section on the site of different pieces that you're allowed to do a customization with. So either you send me in the fabric or you tell me what fabric you want. And then I'm going to have like different styles of clothing, like clothing options. Okay. You tell me your size, you tell me what you want. And I'll be like, all right. And I'll only, it'll be very, very limited. It'd be about maybe like, yep. I mean, obviously that you have to start it off. Like yeah. Maybe like day. one to three, uh, one of ones a month. Mm -hmm. I've already had a bunch of people asking me like, Hey, like I want this, this and that. Wow. Can you do this for me? Yep. And as of right now, I don't want to do it yet because I want to perfect my craft. Um, I've made, made a couple pieces so far. They've came out really good. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I want to probably use the rest of the summer to just get a little bit better, experiment harder things Yep. and then be like, all right, y'all can like, like putting your orders now for that. Yep, absolutely. But but yeah, and then the brand itself, the Blurred Vision, the name came basically just from like me having at one point in my time a vision that I knew I wanted, but it didn't seem it seemed a bit mm, off. Okay. It seemed like I didn't I, I didn't really see the, the like 2020 with that vision. Okay. So it was a bit blurry and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and that's where the mental health part aspect comes into it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a brand called the Blurred Vision and kind of bridge that mental health aspect and we have a brand logo which is like a like a a stick figure but it's mm -hmm. like not a stick figure like a like a thick one okay and it's blurred yeah. so like the one in the middle is like you see it like very clear mm -hmm. and the two off to the side is blurred and it's kind of just like symbolizing like you're one person dealing with many things as if you were many people mm, okay so i see it so yeah that that's the brand logo yep and like i said we just want to make like clothing that people are confident in absolutely that let's say that day you're feeling mad anxious mm -hmm. but you just put your your hoodie on you go about your day you feel confident you feel comfortable and then that's that wow that's, that's really good, man. Yeah. Wow. So are you going to do like any, any like sporting pieces as well? Yeah. In the I, future, you know? I, I'd love to. And right now we're actually working on a, on a jersey. Okay. Um, And it potentially could collab with Michigan. Oh, okay. So, collab. so yeah, we're, we're, I'm trying to work on that right now um, with the athletics and, and the whole Michigan department. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see where it goes because that would be... That'd be, that'd be really that'd cool. Be really dope, man. Really and then, dope. yeah. Wow. So, okay. Excited, yeah. Interesting. So, is there like, any piece of advice you would like to give, like aspiring footballers, whether it be you know the boys in Broward mm -hmm. or anyone around the world that like wants to make it to the next level or wants yeah. to play D one soccer, play pro? Any advice you'd like to give them? Yeah, like I always tell people that like um, come in my DMs and stuff like that. I have a lot of people daily come in my DMs like, oh, hey, like I'm injured. How do I get this confidence back? Or a I just got hurt, like, how do you deal with it? How do you cope? And that's a lot of the questions I get. And obviously, like, some tips on how do you get D1 and whatever. Mm -hmm. But mainly, I get a lot of people asking about similar stuff I've been through. And really, it all comes down to just being grateful for where you are. Because, okay. I mean, like, 
in reality, like we don't know if we're gonna live the next day. Absolutely. And bro. you're you're here stressing and I'm not saying you can't stress about it. I stress about it too. Yep. But like you're stressing about something that like will get healed. Mm-hmm. You could have a car accident where your your knee is shattered. You yeah, will never bro. play again. Yep. So if you're getting news that you will play again be after grateful. an injury, just be grateful. Yep. Just be grateful. I've been out for eight months. Mm-hmm. But I've been grateful this whole time because I know at the end of my my duration of recovery, I'm gonna be back. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be able to play back the and game. ready. I have you know. friends that had to quit and find a new, Dang. a new, yeah, a new, absolutely, a new thing to do. We, we've heard some of these stories here, bro. So, so it, it's it's just be grateful. Like obviously acknowledge, go through the pain and stuff, mm-hmm. but know that you're grateful because absolutely. like someone out there has it worse than you. Yep, absolutely. So like yeah, you're gonna have these obstacles, but like. There's always going to be a way to get past them. So, like, just, just stay confident. Yep. Stay up. Do things. And what I do to, to, to kind of, like, stay confident and, like, motivated is do stuff out of your comfort zone. So, if all you really do is football, 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 all right, now, now you have this time while you're injured to start doing stuff that you don't mm, have time for. Absolutely. So, I don't have I time see. to really make clothes as much as I can when, yep. I'm, when I'm heavily in football. Mm-hmm. So, I make clothes. I listen to music more. I go on walks more. I hang out with my family and my friends more. It's just I start doing stuff that yep. I can't really do. The little do. things, man, too. The little, you know? the little things matter, and yep. it goes a long way in absolutely. helping your, like, your mental yep. get motivated. Because if you're happy, that's, that, that is the biggest factor in being motivated Absolutely. and being confident and stuff like that. If you're yep. not happy, it feels like your whole world's crashing down. Yep. If, if you're not, if you don't have a solid ground, yeah. then basically like there's going to be a point in time when you're going to be like, then what am I fighting for? Exactly. Right. So I think it's the little things. Make sure you know, like your, your relationships are in check and everything is fine. Your health is in check. And then everything else will follow, bro. And it kind of it just it bleeds into soccer. Absolutely. Because if everything around you is going well, you're doing good. Your attitude towards, mm-hmm. even though you're, let's say you have a six month injury. Yep. The attitude to going into PT, you're like, I'm a dog. Yep. Like I'm a dog. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna get through this PT. Absolutely. And then I'm gonna come tomorrow. I'm gonna do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do the same thing after that. And Absolutely. I'm gonna just keep doing, keep doing it. And the, by the time you know it. You got one month left. You got a couple weeks left. And, you're and then you're burning cleared. Burning fire. Ready to go, man. You're cleared. You know, you and the family rekindle. Everyone's safe. Everyone's good. You're good. And then it's just, when the season comes, just bam. And then you now you're playing ball again. Yep. And if it's a case where, like, you missed the season, there's another season. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never too late. There's always, like, Jamie Vardy. He started playing when he was 27. Yep. And he's a legend. Yeah, bro. Robertson. He started playing when he was, I think, about, like, 25, mm-hmm. 26, late. He's a Champions League winner. Yeah. Like he's on Absolutely. Liverpool starting Absolutely. left back. So yep. it's like there's many, many examples out there. That, like it's really never too late. Never so too if you late. think like you've seen like these 16 year olds that are getting picked up from from Brazil and now they're going to like Madrid, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's like, damn. Yeah. Like, I wish that was me, but like don't compare yourself. Exactly. You got a different Create journey. Your own path. Exactly. You got exactly. a different journey, and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see these 15 year olds, these 14 year olds. It gets younger and younger by the day I see these these kids. Oh. And it's like you really don't know. Like, there's, I'm not, I don't want to spread any like negative energy onto them, and I wish them the best. But like, mm-hmm. you don't know how their career is gonna go. Exactly, bro. Anything could happen at any point. Exactly. You could be 20, 26, and you get your first contract. Mm-hmm. They could be 14, they get their first, but you don't really know what happens exactly. when they're 20. Yep. So it's like you really got to take into consideration different aspects. But mm-hmm. just the main thing is just focus great, on you, man. Create, yeah, create your own journey, create yep. your own path, yep. and just focus on yourself. Don't compare yourself. Perfect. Well. Jason, 
It's been an honor having you on, bro. Thank you for trusting me and coming on the podcast, bro. Thank you for sharing your story. It's a really inspi- inspiring story. And I'm, you know, the whole football alone family is going to be looking at you in the, in, the, in the fall. So thank you for coming on the podcast, bro. And it was an honor having you on. Nah, I really appreciate you having me. And I, I, love, I love football alone because I've seen a couple, couple of your videos. Mm-hmm. And appreciate that. You guys are boy. doing a good thing here. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. Have a good one. You too. Thank you.